This is Comic Shenanigans Team Up. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is a special unnumbered edition of the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. It's a really quick one. Uh, it's called Comic Shenanigans Team Up. I want to thank Eric Anthony for coming up with, helping to come up with that name. Um, so basically what I wanted to do with this really quick episode is just um, just point you to some other, two other podcasts that I've actually had the good fortune of being on in the past little while um, and actually kind of call out those episodes uh, just so you know where to find them because uh, they're on two great shows that I really enjoy and that they're if you want to find out where I where else I've been, and I think I've probably mentioned them in the past, but uh, this is kind of a, a way of kind of pointing you to them. So uh, first, I want to talk about the Epic Marvel podcast. Now, Epic Marvel podcast uh, was started as a way of being dedicated to the Epic Collection line of Marvel Comics uh, trade paperbacks. Uh, this is the brainchild of Curtis Finley, who's done a, a, just an, an enormous amount of work uh, to get these podcasts out over the last. I guess it's been almost two years since he started. I think. Um, so I think I, I at least. According to iTunes, the first episode came out January twenty first, twenty seventeen. So it's almost been two years. Um, so I've been the lucky and fortunate person to be able to be on his show and chat with Curtis numerous times. Uh, so specifically, so you can go back uh, through his archives. The way he does it is that uh, as the epic collections come out out of order, so do his episodes, and he just kind of looks at an epic collection per character. And I'm the, I guess the. Bronze Age Plus version of Amazing Spider-Man. I'm not covering the Silver Age in the early 70s, although I'm hoping to be on the, the one where Gwen Stacy dies, because that means a lot to me, which sounds weird saying it out loud. Um, but I'm also kind of doing the modern Spidey with him. So specifically, so he, if you were to go on iTunes and try and find different episodes, uh, he released um, a version, uh, sorry, an episode looking at Amazing Spider-Man, uh, which is way back when it's uh let's see amazing spider-man uh, epic collection volume 20 cosmic adventures he released it january 27th 2017 where we talked about the cosmic adventures uh run and it's just interesting that it's not my favorite collection of amazing spider-man but it was a, definitely a fun conversation i think we um i blather on a lot i think he has to edit me down because uh once once you get me going i just want to i just want to talk forever about any, anything comic related uh, so if you want to go to download that episode that was a, a fun one to do uh the second one i did with him i believe uh was the amazing spider-man epic collection volume 15 ghost of the past which is a lot more fun uh, in terms of the material that we were covering um and uh not that you know yeah it, it's just more enjoyable material for me than cosmic adventures uh, i had more kind of classic art as opposed to kind of the the weird craziness of cosmic adventures cosmic adventures too wasn't just about amazing spider-man it had a bunch of tie-ins whereas ghost of the past was more centered on actual amazing spider-man issues um one thing i also want to say about curtis's show is that he's had some amazing interviews as well uh some of the people he's had i'm, I'm kind of like oh man i wish i could have that person on why would i have been able to have that person um but we've actually had a lot of uh, similar guests. Um, so we kind of go back and forth. So, oh, you got this person? I got this person coming up next. So it's, it's just fun. Um, I, podcasting is an interesting experience uh, now that I've, I've met some other podcasters and, you know, uh, have been on a couple other shows or at least, you know, have regular conversations with some others. Uh, it's kind of cool to kind of see just kind of chat about you know how how the sausage gets made more or less and, and what kind of goes into these things. Um, so just moving forward, I think my, my second, or sorry, my first Daredevil um, epic collection that we ever talked about in his podcast was a year ago. This would have been uh, Daredevil uh, epic collection volume 18, Fall from Grace. Uh, so we talked about the D.G. Chichester run, which was both Fall from Grace and Tree of Knowledge, um, which is a very hyper-stylized version of Daredevil. Uh, not your most 
typical Daredevil, um, but uh, still still good stuff. But again, very stylized, very of its time, very early Scott McDaniel, and it's very noticeable. And it's some good stuff, but you have to kind of know and go into it knowing that you're about to see that. Uh, we did Amazing Spider-Man Epic Collection 21. Uh, this we did June 22nd last year. Uh, this is Return of the Sinister Six with uh, some Eric Larson goodness. So that was a, a fun one to do with it with uh, with Curtis uh, chatting about that. Uh, and I guess my next appearance on the show was when we uh, we did uh, Hobgoblin. I'm just trying to think. Unless I, I, it's very possible I'll, I'll miss one as I go through. I'm trying to remember. How many Daredevils have we done? Have we only done one Daredevil? Uh, so we, we did a lot of Amazing Spider-Man last year because then we did uh, Volume 17 of the Epic Collection, which was uh, we actually broke it into two parts. Uh, one doing kind of the Hobgoblin reveal and the wedding. And the second half he would re- he released after he was able to interview uh, J.M. DeMatteis. And it was all about Craven's Last Hunt. So we kind of broke down. The Epic Collection itself is called Craven's Last Hunt, but we kind of broke it down into into subsections to make it a little bit more palatable. And then in time for the Venom movie, we also did Epic Collection Volume 18, titled, of course, Venom. Uh, and I think that's everything I've done in terms of full episodes with Curtis so far. Um... He, there's a. It, it made me laugh. I was actually. I, I've been behind in listening to his his podcast. Please, Curtis, don't come at me. I've got like four episodes in the queue still. So I was, I was finally getting caught up on the, the Amazing Spider-Man one. I'd, I'd already listened to a bunch of others, like some of the Captain America ones. But I was uh, listening to his uh, Amazing Spider-Man Volume One, and I'm not on that one. And uh, he was reading it, listener emails or uh, comments on Facebook, and I actually forgot that I had said something. And uh, so, my, like, I made like a joke saying, you know, is it's going to be weird listening to an episode of about Spider-Man that I'm not on. Is this what it felt like for Steve Ditko to see a, a John Romita Amazing Spider-Man issue? So that made me laugh. Uh, maybe just me, but uh, that, that was funny. So I, And then I was on a, a, a Smorgasbord episode. He did uh, Marvel 2-in-1, which is one hell of a, a feat because that is so much going on in that book. So many different characters. So he basically had tons of different guests for each issue. So as I'm the kind of the Daredevil guy, I got to do uh, a Daredevil issue of Marvel 2-in-1. And that was a really fun experience because... I have not read a lot of kind of weird early bronze uh, Daredevil. Um, so that was kind of interesting to read it. And it definitely made me want them to publish that material because there's a lot of Daredevil that has just never been printed, um, which is kind of crazy. Like, you get kind of the usual stuff all the time. You always get the, the Frank Miller, his original run, and the always get Born Again. And that's kind of it. And then you get, you know, obviously Man Without Fear usually gets done, but that's also Frank Miller. Like, there's huge swaths of Anasanti's run, which hasn't really seen print or doesn't get as much love as it used to. It, people liked it. It just never got reprinted. And uh, same thing for D.G. Chichester. Like, I've been saying for years, they need his... I think it was Last Rites was the name of the storyline where he took down the Kingpin. It was, what, 297 to 300. It was so good. And yet, somehow, it's nowhere. And it's it's a it's a very much a spiritual um, uh, ending or sequel to Born Again, but you just never see it. It never goes anywhere. Like, it's just... It's crazy to me. Anyways, I guess I've only done the one Daredevil with uh, with Curtis. I feel like I feel like him and I need to really have a chat there and, and get some more Daredevil pumped up, because uh, I, I don't know how we missed that. We just have... We had so much Spider-Man and uh, not enough Daredevil, so I feel like I gotta I gotta call him. And uh, I'm gonna be on another episode in the future, and I think I originally was gonna be on a uh, Master of Kung Fu episode, but I think I kind of we traded that around, and I think I might be doing a Howling Commandos one or a Sergeant Fury in the, in the Howling Commandos because I've never read that material, and that's really exciting to me in a way that um, I feel like. 
I know the man with uh, Master of Kung Fu is supposed to be amazing, but whenever I try to start reading it, I can't quite get into it. But maybe it's because I'm getting in at the wrong point, or like I'm not. Maybe I should just be sticking to the the Doug Bench stuff, which is supposed to be some of the best stuff. So who knows? But anyways, that's uh, my appearances on the Epic Marvel podcast. So uh, it's a great show anyway. But uh, if you haven't tried it out, but you like pr- listen to me prattle on, you'll get a lot of me blabbing about some really you know kind of classic and not so classic Spider-Man stuff. Um, and yeah, he he goes through he's slowly going through every as you can imagine there's so many different epic lines so many collections coming out almost on a weekly basis now it used to be there was it was a slow trickle and now it's just like this deluge um but yeah no he's done some great work over there and again some some fantastic interviews like he's he's talked with chris claremont and peter david and roy thomas like some really amazing people and one thing i've always been not jealous that's the wrong word but one thing i envy him because of his format uh is in taking these great epic sized slices in marvel history is that when he interview someone he's able to be laser focused in a way that i do you know very broad interview stuff where we kind of go through an entire career and we definitely get hit on a lot of fun cool stuff when i am able to have people on but there's just something about that that laser focus that he's able to kind of say hey you know roy thomas we're going to talk about your doctor strange stuff can you come on and talk about your doctor strange stuff and same thing with like chris claremont talking about iron fist specifically like you know i like that kind of stuff where he's able to go laser focused so i I cannot recommend enough the epic marvel podcast um another fun podcast which i enjoy quite a lot is the cave of solitude now um eric's eric anthony is the host of that show and he's been on a couple episodes of mine not a lot yet uh he was on what episode 600 he was on the spider-verse episode we're gonna try and do more on my show but i've done a bunch on his uh which i want to at least call out on the ones where i've been on there uh and if i miss one don't 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 kill me eric i know you're his, i know you're listening to this don't you know don't get mad um i think i think my first appearance on his show was actually episode 119 back in may last year where we broke down superman the men of steel the original uh, john byrne uh series i could be wrong in that because i feel like we recorded something before that and it was kind of lost to the annals of time uh because of technical issues uh this was one of those things that we we did we had a great time and then it, it would only ever exist for the two of us uh when i was on that episode talking about uh, superman the men of steel that's episode one Nineteen, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I hadn't read it in a little while, so it was kind of fun to go back and, and read it with him, uh, or read it. I read it and then talk about it with him uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, not, episodes I wasn't involved with, but he did a great job um, on. Uh, he brought to people basically some panels from Fan Expo that Toronto this past year, Fan Expo Canada, and uh, there was specifically he recorded some um, some panels with John Byrne and those were just so much fun to listen to and so I, I can't thank him enough for doing that. He also had a great conversation with Tom DeFalco. Now we, we joke back and forth that um, I had Tom DeFalco on a couple years ago. He was one of the first uh, big guests I ever had on the show. Uh, I think I had like Nick Patara and then I think I went right to Tom DeFalco and that was a huge deal for me at the time and still is because I love Tom. I love his work. Um, I, love, you know, I love being able to chat with him about being editor-in-chief of Marvel, all the amazing things he's done. So I talked with Eric about you know you gotta have Tom on he's amazing so he had uh, he just read uh, Reggie and me and he you know he, he he was able to get in touch with Tom and got him on the show and they had this great interview and he had a really good time doing it and then uh, so I was like well I you know I, I should have a, a second interview with Tom I mean yeah, I it's been a while I, this would be fun to do he's done a bunch of work in the last couple of years let's let's 
have him on and chat about it. And uh, at the end of my interview with Tom, which you can go back and listen to from a few months ago, he kind of mentions that he's that he recently had another podcast. And uh, after he kind of decided that maybe, maybe he's done podcasting, um, you know, because he's, you know, in a big part of it's probably, you know, people asking about things in the past and there's not as much work now. And maybe that's hard sometimes. And he's like, you know what, maybe I've talked enough about this. But it may. So I was like, oh, my God, I, I think, you know, Tom just retired from podcasting right at the end of my show. And uh, Eric's like, that's crazy. And so he listens to it and he's like, oh, my God, am I the, am I the guy that he's referencing that he like he kind of made a decision he was done? And I was like, no, maybe not. <laughs> but it was a kind of a fun little back and forth. And so we both got these great conversations with Tom the Falco. Now that he's not doing podcast interviews or it would seem that he's taking a, a step back for a while. That's something that we could definitely treasure that we were able to talk with him uh, on a one on one basis. And that's really the most magical part of podcasting for me. And I'm sure Eric would agree that being able to talk to these people that you've looked up to for so long and uh, talk to them about their career and really you get to not just talk to them about it, but also share that it meant something to you and thank them. Like how often, like I I could watch TV show, but I'm never going to be able to meet, like I love cheers. I'm never going to be able to meet Ted Danson, go up to Ted Danson and say, you know what, Ted, your 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 work as Sam Malone was 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 huge for me, and I really enjoy it. Uh, that's just something I'll never get. Um, you could, I guess, tweet at him. It's, you know what I mean? It's not the same thing. Whereas being able to talk with someone like Tom DeFalco, who for me had a huge impact on my early reading, uh, and being able to say how much I enjoyed his work, that was super special. So that's the the gift that podcasting gives me is the ability to to thank these people and really say like I really appreciated your work. I really love this thing. Um, a few years ago, when I first talked with Ron Friends, I, I joked in the middle of the podcast that you know. It could literally just be an A next podcast, and that would be enough because I love that comic, and that came out when I was probably fourteen, fifteen years old, and it just it meant a lot to me. And I have some really um, sharp memories of picking up some of those early uh, A next issues. Uh, I remember like when I visit my grandmother, there was a it was in this small town, and if I followed this one street long enough, there was this little bookstore, and they had a spinner rack, and they had A next comics there, and like I remember buying them, and I I kind of have this this memory that I kind of half equate with my grandmother now, like and kind of the special memory and you know she'd give me some money sure we'd walk down to the store together and i saw this this comic and you know if i i think it's like issue seven or something of a next and i remember like that's going to be a connection that i always have with that comic because my grandmother was there helping me buy this issue so um anyways being able to talk with someone like ron about how much i love this thing that probably most people don't ever talk to him about that was extra special for me um even most recently having uh, mark wade on the show and being able to talk to him about ruse a comic which most people have said oh i got mark wade on but we're talking about ruse and they're like what the hell is Ruse? But for me, Ruse was a big deal because it was a cross-gen comic comic, sorry, cross-gen comic that came out and I loved it and I was a big fan of cross-gen comics in general and being able to talk with, with well, first of all, anyone with cross-gen and I've been slowly, you know, knocking people off my list of, oh, you worked at cross-gen, let's talk about it. Um, but something special about being able to talk with, with Mark because he wrote, again, this one of my favorite books there and uh, it was just a really nice experience anyways I'm getting off off topic um, and then I think the next time I was on with Eric was episode 137 which was actually a lot of fun well not not that it wasn't going to be fun but we actually went to a Blue Jays game together and we basically talked most of the game um, I think the episode is like over an hour and 45 minutes or something and we're just chatting and I think he even called the episode chatting with Chapman and we just kind of were chatting and then uh, the game was fun but the Jays were losing pretty badly and like the minute we stopped recording the Jays had one of the most insane comebacks I've ever 
ever seen. They scored like six runs in the bottom of the ninth and won the game. And it was just it was, it was quite a quite a fun evening. So I got to got to uh, chat that ended up being recorded into a podcast, and then we got to see a, a crazy come from behind a Blue Jays victory. So that was a very fun time. But that's a, a fun episode. We really ran the gamut on that one. We talked about everything and anything, and we go into a lot of funny, weird stories and um, you know just uh, recollections. And that's so that's a fun one because there wasn't a specific uh, focus in terms of what we were going to talk about. And then the next time I was on was episode 138, the next episode where we actually broke down and talked about the first epic three ep- sorry first three uh, complete Clone Saga epic collections, um, which was a lot of fun because I love the Clone Saga and I will defend it and I understand that there's a lot of stuff that's terrible, but there's some really great stuff wrapped in there as well. Um, so that was a lot of fun and actually at some point we're going to record our part two and do uh, uh, part, uh, I guess, Epic Collections book four and five. I keep telling him, you gotta read the you know the complete Ben Riley. He's like, I don't know, I've heard that sucks. And I'm like, don't believe it, but maybe the first volume isn't so great, but it will be better. And like, there's some really good stuff in there, but again, I'm a bit of a defender in that way. Um, and so you should download that. And then, um, yeah, we... I think the next time I was on was actually not until uh, an episode that went up Christmas Day, a nice little gift for everyone, which was uh, Top 5 Binge-Worthy Comics, which was a lot of fun to do. We sat down and basically uh, just kind of went went deep on what uh, you know what, what comics we felt were, were binge-worthy. Uh, you could kind of take a huge run and just be like, i got to read all this. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and I, I told him uh, prior to recording that, you know, I... It's so hard to choose because, like, I I've read a lot, and so when you've read a lot, everything is is binge worthy. Like, I could probably come up with like twenty five different binge worthy things to varying degrees. I was actually pretty happy with the list I came up with, so you should go listen to that episode because I actually ended up with what a Vertigo title, a DC title, um, a Marvel title, an Image title. And one other publisher uh, that's going to bother me, Archie Comics. Yeah, it was Archie Comics, uh, which was kind of crazy that that was the the spread I ended with. But uh, yeah, so you should definitely give that a shot. Anyways, this was a a long, protracted way of basically saying that I've been on a few other podcasts. They've been really good. You should, you know, and those are already good shows even with that. They don't need me to be great. So you should check out the Cave of Solitude. You should check out the Epic Marvel podcast. They're both available on iTunes. They're great shows. Uh, If you happen to want to hear what I had to say, check out the episodes I've talked about. Um, Again, they're they're really fun guys. Uh, Eric running the Cave of Solitude and uh, and Curtis running the Epic Marvel podcast. Uh, they're, They're really good Good, good, good guys, good content, and uh, I, I'm very lucky and privileged to be able to be on part of their shows and to have guest starred in the past. So uh, that's those are the comic shenanigans team ups uh, that I just wanted to talk about today. Thank you for joining for this uh, this unnumbered episode, and I'm sure we'll catch you next time. There's a review of this episode coming out in uh, two days on the 8th of January, and uh, earlier today uh, there was a, a numbered episode. I think 6:40 dropped, which was all about me flashbacking to uh, Batman 488, uh, an issue by. Doug, Men- Doug, Doug Mensch and uh, Jim Aparo, uh, which I remembered uh, where I, I first read as a, as a young kid when I was, I think, I'm trying to remember the year now. I think it was nine or ten. I think it was nine. Uh, so that was a, a fun uh, bit of uh, going through memory lane as I recently uh, was reading through the prelude to Nightfall trade paperback and I came across that issue and realized that, oh my god, I remember this issue. I had this issue when I was nine. So it was kind of a, a fun flashback to do. So you should check out that episode. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we will finally, hopefully, uh, you know, fingers crossed, be able to have our uh, our joint interview with Mike Perkins and Butch Geis. Uh, Mike Perkins has been on the show before, but Butch Geis uh, has not. Uh, 
Um, they are together. I mean, obviously some some fantastic artists on their own, but they also work together on Ruse, the, that comic I mentioned a few minutes ago about Mark Wade. Uh, so they were the penciler and inker of that book, and uh, they worked really well together. They're apparently, they're good friends, and so I'm excited that they were willing to come on the show together and kind of chat about Ruse. I also want to talk about Butch, actually both of them, about other things they've done. We've had Mike on the show before, so we have de- done a deep dive before, but uh, Butch we have not. So I'm excited to have Butch on the show as well, and uh, yeah, that's that'll be coming up soon. So thanks for listening to this this uh, protracted episode, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.